segment, Soccer Chat, the network. We're turning into Gary Kearney. I always make fun of Gary Kearney and say, it's the Gary Kearney network. But now, now it is the Soccer Chat network. We have a brand new segment, brand new show for you all that we're going to put out. And it's one that uh, coming up with our special guest that uh, she and I kind of got together and thought of. And, and it's something that I've always kind of seen other people kind of um, ask about. And, you know, if we were go to the doctor and tell them about how we were down or, you know, possibly upset or sad, the doctors always say you need some dose of vitamin D. Get out, get in the sun uh, and, and bring your spirits up. And so with that... We are going to bring you your doctor-recommended dosage of our new Soccer Chats series, Dose with Big D. Big ah, D, Donna yes. Fister, how are you doing? Oh, man, I am so pumped for this. I'm so excited. Thank you for, thank you for hosting. No problem, no problem. I, you know, it's when you and I kind of talked, you know, it, it, it was almost like, your tweets are gold, but maybe you need like more than 280 characters. And I'm the same way. I'm just like, yes. I use, I use our podcast as a way to get more than my 280 characters. Uh, but you know, a lot of stuff that you post about are all things that I believe people do need like more than 280 characters for. And that's why mm -hmm. we're doing dose of big D. Yeah. I mean, I, I decided I needed, uh, I needed a soapbox time. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're the guy that you got the guy to help me with that. Absolutely, absolutely. We've got uh, we've got a big topic today. Now this is gonna be different than soccer chat where we just kind of you know go off the cuff and, and talk about journeys. Big D's like got truth and and you know she's got some some things for coaches to think about and uh, you know stuff so much more than just the game. And today we're talking about when I saw the when I saw the note. All I saw was EI, and it made me think of Nelly. No, we're not talking about EI, EI, uh-oh. Or we're not talking about, you know, um, Farmer on the Dale. We're not talking about vowels. We're talking about emotional intelligence. And, you know, can you just kind of, you know, give us this, this idea of what emotional intelligence is for those like me who th those two words together are way beyond my vocabulary. Uh, you know, what is emotional intelligence? Where did this come from, and how does it matter to coaches right now? Yeah. So Daniel, Daniel Goleman is an, an American psychologist who, who you could say popularized the term emotional intelligence. Um, and I mean, basically what it is, it's, it's the, it's the ability to understand and manage your, your own personal emotions, but then also recognize emotions in another person and be able to uh, empathize this is one area we'll go into and help help them manage theirs and so it's it's vitally important and so some people say it's adding emotional intelligence it's adding intelligence to your emotions right so how many times do we as human beings allow our emotions to derail us right and mm -hmm. we we think that well it just it is what it is but it's not it is what it is it's do you want to be derailed like that or is there something deeper and and i think that's what we as human beings need need to dive into because it does it affects how i operate 
in life, how I function, how I am connecting with people in relationship with people. And so, yeah, I mean, that's in, in a nutshell, that's emotional intelligence. The, the, the four pieces or components a psychologist talk about is self-awareness and self-management is kind of one side. And then the other side is, well, I use the term people because I wanna really highlight that, that human, the humanness of this. It's uh, people awareness and then people management. It's like, are, are we helping, helping them do that? So yeah, there's just, there, it, it, it is a buzzword out there now, mm -hmm. Sean. It's, it's a buzzword out there in the corporate world We've got, we've got people in the corporate world that are, are using the CEO as letters for chief emotional officer. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we've got a chief heart officer, a CHO at VaynerMedia. And so this is, this is all about people. And ultimately that's what, that's what coaching is. Don't you think? Yeah, and you, and you said a phrase, and it, it, it kind of made me think, because I, I find myself sometimes, maybe not using this this phrase verbatim, but using something similar to it, but you use the phrase, it is what it is. Is that a, a verbiage? Is that a mindset? Like, how do we... I, I feel like I'm a pretty positive person. Anybody who knows me, I, I, you know, I always say, hide the negative, accentuate the positive. But I do, in certain situations, find myself saying, like, hey, I, I've tried all that I can, it is what it is. And like, how, is that a mindset or is that just a, almost like a, I hate saying like a, like a raising the white flag of giving up. Yeah. I mean, that could, that could be a whole nother topic. We'll save that one for the next episode. No, no, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to it though. I, and I'll confess. I, I fall into that sometimes. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's hard not to, especially and, if you're, if you're doing something where like you're working really hard at it and, or, you know, you're, you're trying to manage people yeah. and it's just a struggle that there are points where you're just like, you know what, it is what it is. I tried, I've exhausted everything. Yeah. There's no, there's no point to it anymore or they're not, they're not going to change. Right. Yeah. So the, the story comes to, comes to mind, which I, I might've shared with you before, but the you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink and that's when we sort of throw up our hands and say well right you can't do anything else as a coach this player is just he or she is who they are mm -hmm. yet i i do not like that quote you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink i say you can lead a horse to water and if he's not drinking, I can put salt in that horse's mouth and make him thirsty. Ooh. And so <laughs> I don't, I don't ever want to give up. Although I confess I've been guilty of it, yeah. but more and more, I do think there's other areas that we can dive into more things that we can learn and keep trying. These really, this is, these are people's lives we're talking about right. that we're impacting. And for you, I mean, like, with this being, you know, the first topic we talked about uh, here on Dose with Big D, you know, why is this such a, an important topic that coaches really need to start getting into? 
Well, I think because, well, first of all, it, it goes, it goes along with, with pure leadership, right? In leadership is influencing and that's our job to influence people, to move them from, I like to say one spot in their life to, to another, to move people. But when I look, when I look at this from a coaching standpoint, I always say, Coaching, coaching is, we're not in the soccer business. And we might think we are, but we are in the people business. I, I can be the greatest. And, and I even, I even retweeted and, and commented on something Dan Abrahams uh, put out there today um, about personal reflection of, of coaches and things like that. And, and I said, we're, we're enamored with tactics and strategy. And okay, I, I, I love tactics, the X's and O's strategy. Right? I could talk shop all day. Good for you. Yes. Tactics are not my thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Sean, at the end of the day, when I walk up to this field, I have to get, I have the best strategy and you know the best formation, the best ideas, tactics, but I have to get eleven people, you know, twenty on the 20, 25 on the team, all having the same mindset, and they're 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 walking into this with their own life story, their own background, their all other other voices speaking into their lives. They have their own motives. They got their own emotions thoughts i have to get all these people on the same page pointing in the same direction to achieve what we want to achieve as a team and i've got to get these people performing at their best being the best version of them that's a that's a people business that is that is deeply about people and so emotions right our thoughts and emotions are are everything in in this like how are we managing it within ourselves and then also in our players in front of us right what is what is wrong with us that we want to can like <laughs> hoard a bunch of people together for a common idea to put a ball in a rectangle like what was there were, were, was was something happened to us I, when we were born <laughs> yeah maybe and my Maybe, family, I, my I family makes a joke that I fell on my head when I could start walking. I don't know if that was it or, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's for me, what I've loved specifically about soccer chat and like before soccer chat years, years ago, I'd go to convention, I'd go to, uh, to coaching education courses. And like you said, I'm learning X's and O's, learning practice plans, stuff like that. And I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or because of the people I've met like yourself that I don't, I it's not that I don't pay attention to the tactic side of things. It's more this, like you said, man, the people management side of things, um, which yeah, is one of the four, skills. which is one of the four components of the emotional intelligence, the EI. Yeah. And um, that's my like subtle broadcasting way of like throwing the topic back in there. Um, so like, you know, you kind of hit home about like, the importance of it. Do you feel that 
you know, what, when a coach is thinking about coaching education or they're thinking about convention and there's, you know, I know you speak every year and yours is always highly attended, you know, for a coach who's looking at sessions to go to about a topic like this, or they may be able to go to this thing about attacking from the right side out of the back, where do they place the importance of, because I feel like the attacking out of the back from the right side, that's something you can always revisit later on. But something like this, because of the current time period we're in, and, and unfortunately because yeah. of the pandemic and everything that's going on, mental health awareness, how much importance should stuff like this be taking uh, for coaches? Maybe now they're they're hearing this, they listen to the rest of the episode. Hey, I got to look more on this. You know, what kind of what kind of importance does it have in their own development as coaches? Well, I I would I would say look, everything's important. Right. I mean, I want, I want the coach to go to the tactical sessions too. Right. I mean, that's, it's part of education. I think, I think we, we don't put enough emphasis in learning this side of the game, this side of people, because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, un, it's uncomfortable for us as coaches because it can get messy because human beings are messy right when when we we've got all different emotions going on uh different perspectives different interpretations of things we we attach meaning to comments feedback body language that we see in a coach right uh mm -hmm. we, we start a, a false narrative in our head and then that stirs up more thoughts and emotions. And this player then ends up somewhere they should, should never be. Right. right. And then that's when we as coaches sometimes throw up our hands and say, well, he or she shouldn't do that. They shouldn't feel that way. Well, don't, don't should on them. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. You yeah. can't should on somebody. <laughs> right. It, it, right. They're feeling that way. Can we, give coaches some tools to start peeling back the layers of that. Why, why do you feel that way? Where, where is that coming from? Do you have to feel that way? Or is it, is there something deeper? Mm -hmm. So, so for example, um, when we, when we talk about emotions, we always think of, you know, the big, I call them the big, you know, four or five or six, you know, it's yeah. happy, sad, angry, frustrated, right? Well, there's the first step to this is pinpointing a more specific emotion. I mean, is it, is it really anger or is it rejection or is it um, embarrassment or is it I mean, you see where I'm going with yes. this. I mean, people, you can Google list of emotions and you'll get so many PDFs that you can download and you'd be amazed at, oh yeah, well, maybe it's more this emotion versus just this general idea. Yeah. And it gives you more information. It gives you more information about really what's going on inside of you. Yeah, that's what, a lot that's of, what emotions a lot of vague are. emotions out there. I, somebody could be like, oh, I'm sad. But that sad really could be depressed or angry or, you know, various other ones. So now I, I get yeah. why you say, like, you've got to clearly define that emotion that you're seeing. Yeah. And so 
here's another analogy I used to, to kind of put, kind of place emotions, um, well, in a, in a metaphor, because people think emotions happen to us. And while they do happen to us, I, I wanna say in that we can choose whether that feeling is helping us or hurting us and we can choose to reframe it or, or feel uh, another way. So, so if you think of the dashboard of your car, right? On the, the dashboard of your car, there's, you know, gauges and lights and, mm -hmm. and giving you information, right? The, the dashboard gives you information of kind of what is going on under the hood, right. you know, in the car, okay? Well, that's what emotions are. I think in a simple form in a human being is when I feel an emotion, a light has lit up on the dashboard. Okay. And that emotion is telling me something's going on. Something's going on right in the engine, something's going on in mm -hmm. the car. And so you might want to look into that. Right. But what do we do as human beings is we try to ignore it. We try to just run over it, like just, or let it, let it do what it wants to do to us instead of leaning in and really searching for more. Right. And that's you, when it gets messy. And with like emotions, because you mentioned earlier about like when your emotions are out during a game on a sideline yeah. and training, you know, I will gladly admit um, I am very emotional. I, my heart is on my sleeve at all points. Um, and you know, if I'm happy, everyone in the whole town is gonna hear it and see how happy I am. Um, I try to do a really good job of hiding when I'm upset, but for coaches who are emotional on the sidelines and, and you know, what is, what's the good, what's the bad, what, what can cause the emotions to happen and, and ultimately, whether it's a good emotion, bad emotion, or, or other emotions that are there, what's kind of the end result that could happen uh, because of those emotions? Yeah, so when I, when I think of emotions on the sidelines, like you said, it, it, could, it could be good or bad. The first thing I will suggest that a coach thinks about is, are you only showing showing emotion is there an emotional spike i would call it only when there's something going wrong when when the team has done something you know uh bad a mistake right is that the only time the emotional spike is and then when they do something good they barely get any emotion out of you Mm -hmm. There's no real excitement, right? Because an emotional spike can be excitement also. So I try to encourage coaches, make sure that you're, if you're a coach that has an emotional spike for a negative play, make sure that your emotional spike on the positive play is the same, right? It brings the same, the, the, the same 
level of emotion like yeah. that you're, you're showing. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I feel like for me and this now I feel like I'm sitting in a psychiatrist's couch with you. No, um, no you're not. <laughs> so like, for example, I'm, I'm just going to use me as an example. You know, when we're playing well, I'm energetic, I'm loud. But like yep. you said, like when you get to the emotional peak, like it's got to be the same positive as it is your negative. But I find like when the negative emotion comes out, I'm not yelling or, or screaming you upset. I feel like I kind of go more into teacher mode, I guess would be the phrase to use. And it's more, it, oh. I, not that it's like, like it's, it's, cal it's calmer because I, I, I want to make sure that everything's understood as compared to when I'm excited and we're doing well, like I want you to be able to see and, you know, obviously here, but I want right. you to get it all of Experience. the emotions. Yeah. Right. But when it is that well, negative, it's like, well, I, I want this to be a teaching moment. So I'm not going to maybe be as loud in that negative moment. I want to use that as like a, I, I get, am, am I doing it wrong? Yeah. No. So guess what, John, I would, I would say you are being emotionally intelligent on the sideline. Oh my, can I get this in writing? Do I, do I get a certificate? Is there a certificate for this? A diploma? There's a certificate. I'll send it to you in the morning. Oh my gosh. I, look, nobody can see this, but I, I will put it right here on my wall okay. uh, in my office for people to see that I am big D certified, emotionally no. intelligent. No, there's no certification. Sorry. Oh. But, but so, th but this is, this is a great example is something may have happened and you you clearly are, are not happy with it but you've you've taken a moment to hit the pause and think be proactive and think about how you want to respond that is going to get the best out of your players mm -hmm. see so a lot so uh, sometimes coaches our frustration, we will just allow to come out of us. And then the, you know, the players just have to deal with it, you know, and it, it's, yeah. it's like they're a boat in boat in the middle of the ocean, you know, in, in a tornado or, or a hurricane rather. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's just waves, you know, the emotional wave kind of rocks, rocks the team. Right. And what my question then is what, what is the effect of that, you know, right then and long and long term? Right. Um, I, I think, I think if we basically it's, it's adding logic, it's, it's adding some intelligence, right? Emotional intelligence mm -hmm. into the situation in your, in your head and then choosing what emotion to show if there is, if there is an emotion to show. Right. Right. Um, I, I've always, so this is the weirdest thing where I got this from. So, I mean, obviously in coaching education, they, they give you all these various ways to do things. And right. I took this from, uh, this is so dumb for me to admit, but I don't care. A, uh, there's, there's an old, I, I think he's passed away uh, a while back, an old pro wrestler from the seventies and eighties who said he took an acting class. And he mentioned about, you know, mm. when you're a bad guy and you want to make sure your message gets across. He's like, yes, I can mm -hmm. scream and shout to get people to hate me. He's like, but the moment that I bring that volume down a little bit and I make sure that I'm emphasizing the phrase I'm trying to get out, people are going to have a different reaction to that compared to if I scream out, you're horrible people. But if they're, if I know that they they're 
attention is on me and I can look at them and say, you're horrible people. That's the change. So for me, I feel like, yes, I'm loud when we're doing something great, but then whenever that negative moment happens, it's brought down. It's like, hey, let's think about this. In this situation, yeah. this is what happened. What if we did this instead? So instead of, you know, being off the wall like I normally am, is that, I mean, like, yeah. if to me it feels like that's the way to like, hey, I'm going to draw you in because I want to make draw sure you in. it's home. Yes. And that, that's what it's about. That's what coaching is about. Coaching is about how, how do I get my players to receive this information the best way so that it affects and influences our next moments, their next moments, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, I mean, regardless, regardless of who we are on the sideline, I think all of us could do a little more self-awareness, right? Right. I mean, this is the, the first main component of emotional intelligence. This is going to be me in three weeks and I start coaching this U6 team of my daughters. <laughs> I'm going to be self-checking real fast. Right. Well, it's, it's the whole Socrates, know thyself, right? It's asking the questions. Okay. Wh- you know, why, why do I coach the way that I coach? Why do I get this emotion when this situation happens? Right. And what, one John, one John Maxwell's laws, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, he talks about the law of magnetism. And this is, I use this just in, in thinking about relationships with, with players. And, and it's the people skill. Law of magnetism is this. In, every, in everybody, there is something that it draws people to us, right? Like draws, draws people in. There's, there's a quality about our, our personality characteristic that draws people to us. Well, that's, I mean, you, you love to think about that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you wanna know that because you wanna use it. Right. On the flip side, what's uncomfortable to think about is those, are those qualities in us or a quality in us that repels people from us that makes people not want to be around us. And that sometimes is, is a difficult place for coaches to go. Sometimes you think, well, maybe there isn't anything, but there is, we all have those, we all have those things and it would do us good or well to, to find those out so that we can manage it, right? Then that, kind of, that brings in the, the self-management piece. How does, how does, or go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is, this is the, this is the dose of big. Well, well, I was, I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's park bench time people. Mm -hmm. I, I always say we've got to, we've got to take a breath and think about why, why do I, feel this way and 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 peel back the layers is it only in certain situations is it because you know why why does why do i do this that repels people i don't i don't want that to repel people how can i change it and then get people around you that will help you 
with that right right that that love and support you and can challenge you in in those areas how does how does individual meetings tie into this because i feel like you know maybe i don't know so much at the high school level possible club level but i know specifically like in college and pros or you know i guess more advanced programs you're going to have those individual meetings with the players whether it's preseason beginning of the season middle of the season or just hey like you, you need to have a sit down to talk about what's going on how important is it tying in this emotional uh, intelligence into individual meetings oh it's huge it, it, it's everything i think there is an art to the individual meeting um for, first first of all we have to we have to allow players to be authentic and let them know that emotions are real and that they don't have to hide them. I actually think it's a strength to be vulnerable enough to show your, show your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So here's a couple tips here's a couple tips i would say when when you see we have to be sort of on alert and aware so this is the people awareness if i have a kid sitting across from me and their demeanor starts to change their facial expression changes they they're you know they start to lean back and, and fold their arms or you know bring their knees up to the, you know, cross their legs. That's all a, a sign of kind of closing, closing in, protecting themselves. Those are the, the, the nonverbal protecting themselves. So I will ask them, I will go straight at that and ask them, hey, what are, okay, so what are you thinking right now? You know, your, you, your demeanor has changed a little bit. Like what, 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 what emotion do you have right now? What, what are you feeling? I will ask them to, you know, to share that. And then if they throw out a, you know, one of the, the big five or six emotions, you know, sad, frustration, angry, I'll, I'll say, okay, is it, is it really that? Or, you know, is, is it something else? You know, we'll kind of go through a couple other types of emotions. And so we'll try to pinpoint the exact emotion. And I'll, I mean, at this point, I'll let things run, run their course, basically. It's, if the kid, you know, if a kid starts to cry, that's fine. That's fine. But as coaches, we tend to, oh, oh my gosh, right? because the kid looks like they don't want to, they're trying to stop. And, and it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. You're mm -hmm. sitting there watching somebody, you know, cry, but you've got to just sit there with them in the mess. Right. right. You got to sit them, sit with them in the mess because that is showing that you value them as a person. And that's, they need to know that they matter. Right. So right. this, this brings in the whole, uh, safety, mattering, belonging, right? The three greatest human needs, uh, emotional needs of human beings is we want to feel that, that we're safe, that we can, we can, it's safe to 
cry in coach's office. It's, it's safe to give my opinion. It's, it's safe to disagree. Um, you know, that I matter when, when you're willing to sit with, sit with somebody and go deeper and ask deeper questions. Like if you didn't care, you wouldn't take that time. Right. Right. So you're, you're showing that they, that they matter. Right. And that they, they belong, they belong to the bigger picture. So, I mean, the individual meeting is, it's definitely an art reading emotions, reading a person. I think we can get better at this as coaches so that you can, so that we can be intentional in these meetings and really like get, get to get somewhere. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not okay. You know, how are your grades? Okay. Well, you need to get better at this and okay. Yeah. Go see the trainer. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, <sighs> it's more than that. Yeah. And if I can, if I can get, if I can get a player feeling really good about themselves, right? Like solid, rock solid self-esteem, that's going to translate on onto the, the pitch and their performance. And some coaches might say, well, that's on them. Well, yes. And, and we can help. Right. We can help. And I'm not saying like us giving them confidence or us giving them self-esteem. It's teaching them how to dig into themselves for that in, in an intrinsic way. With I don't know if I got off course there, but no, no, no. I, it, soccer chat productions. We we're always off course. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to you know, the emotional intelligence and how that affects with a coach. Where does the personal growth of a coach come into play here? Yeah, so I think I think it's huge. We as human beings, we can get better at this this idea of people skills, which is in, involves emotional intelligence. We need to know ourselves. So, like I said, the law of magnetism. Uh, do does a coach know? Are they brave enough to dive into their blind spots? And you say, well, how how do I know it's a blind spot? If it's a blind spot, I don't know about it. So, well, yeah, everybody else around you knows about it. So, ask. Ask right. the question, <laughs> ask, you know, if you're a head coach, ask your assistants, what are my blind spots? Mm -hmm. I, if they feel it's, it's safe, <laughs> which I hope you've created a safe place for them to speak their mind, then mm -hmm. they should tell you, right? So we have to be, we have to, if we ask, listen, we ask our players to be uncomfortable, don't we? Yeah. We do all the time. Phys physically, which physically uncomfortable means they're mentally having to be uncomfortable because the mental drives the physical. Right. So, hey, coach, if we are asking our players to lean into discomfort, then we have to do that also. And it just might be in a, in a different form. Might not be right out on the field, you know, running fitness. Mm -hmm. It might be in the office 
leaning the discomfort of, gosh, I hate it. You know, I don't like individual meetings. I'm not, you know, I'm not a relational person. Um, and just, just avoid, avoiding, avoiding things that we don't know a lot about or that we're uncomfortable with. Yeah. I think that's where we need to lean into and, and get better at this, this side of the game. And I think adding to it, you know, and just in conversations with you before about, you know, this goes beyond the coach and you kind of mentioned it a while ago about, you know, the leaders who are on your team and, mm -hmm. you know, training those leaders, which I'm thankful that you've kind of helped me out with that, doing that with our program um, here at Brescia. In training your leaders, where does this emotional intelligence kind of fit into place when you're working with those those leaders on your team? Yeah, so this is where this topic for, for the podcast actually came from is back at the convention, my session was on training your leaders. And uh, coach Mario Garcia asked a question and, and text and text me or <clears throat> he sent me an email afterwards and, and asked me, hey, how does how does emotional intelligence fit or align or what's its role in, in leadership. And I think, I think we need to, the more that, the more that we become better at it as coaches, that is going to be contagious and transfer to our team leaders. Yeah. Right. So the better that I am, the, the way that I conduct an individual meeting, the art of the individual meeting with, with a team leader, well, they're kind of taking mental notes, like they're experiencing it, right? So that then when they meet with one of their teammates, they're, they're transferring, you know, some, some, of, some of these things. So I will speak directly, I'll speak directly to this and, and sort of um, unpack, let's, let's, say, let's say one of my captains had a, had a meeting or an interaction with a teammate. I will I'll you know unpack that that conversation and say, well, what 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 were they? What was their body language? What did they say? Did, you know, did did you what were you what were you reading? Uh, you know, in them, and could you have done it? You know, could you have done it a different way? Could you have asked certain questions? Right. So there's, there's always two things going on for me in coaching. It's I'm, I'm coaching the, the leader, let's say, but I'm also taking the moments that I need to, to explain what's below the surface, like actually how to have the conversation right? How to, how to read a person. We, I mean, we don't typically think of these things to, to teach our team captains, right? but it's again, what are they doing? We're expecting them to lead their teammates, lead people, influence people. It's about persuasion. Well, persuasion, I mean, let's take this into advertising. Advertising is about capturing somebody's emotion and influencing them to make a purchase or to make a decision. 
It's exactly what we're doing. Right. We're trying to persuade players to be the best version of themselves and jump on board with this team concept of what we want to do together. Right. And it's it's a deeply human uh, vocation that we're in. For sure, for sure. And so I, I think I'll just throw this out there. The, the big piece I think we, all humanity can get better at is offering empathy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that would be part of the art of the individual meeting is offering empathy as much as we possibly can because that shows that you you value the person. For sure. Right. Hey, it's uh, what's the old song? We all want to be loved. Like we want to know that emotions matter. And that's the thing like I try to, um, you know, whether the emotion may be the right emotion at the time, like, or if it's not like still your emotion matters to that situation because it's going to allow me as a coach to understand where you're coming from in that situation. Yes. Yes. And that's, the more we know what's going on inside their head and inside their heart, like the thoughts and feelings, the better that we are able to empower them to move forward on their own. And the more we're able to help them along the way, be on the journey with them mm-hmm. and, and inspire them and support them for sure and challenge them right i mean that's part of our job too is to make it make it uncomfortable but here so here's an here's an example of like really really understanding the steps that it takes so if i have if i have a leader who it leads by example, okay? And if, like model, model teammate in, in that realm, but does not, does not like to speak publicly. So is not, is not a mouth, I call mm-hmm. them, right? Is not the verbal leader, but I need her, him or her to be. Well, you, you wanna ask some questions first and kind of get a little bit of background on their history, you know, why are, you know, why are they quite, is this, they're, they're an introvert, which is fine, right? That's fine. And then getting them to understand that, hey, I affirm you in that you're an introvert and you can, like you said, Sean, like have a script as an actor or actress. And when you're on stage, you basically do the script. You mm-hmm. become who you need to be in front of the team, right? right? Now, if I if I ask this player, this captain, if I push them, right? It's all about you know we got to make them uncomfortable so they right. can grow. But if I push them out there and say no, you're gonna you're gonna go speak to the whole team and like put put them on stage in front of in front of all their peers, and it's too soon. And they don't have the confidence to do that. They could crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Like it could be, there could be some social, some like social awkwardness. Just, I mean, it could be, it could be devastating right. to that that kid, right? 
And so you have to dig in deeper into the thoughts and feelings of what's going on inside this kid to know, okay, what are the baby steps that we need to take, right? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll start, start saying a lot, a lot more good jobs to, to people on your team, right? Then, okay, in, the, in your grid, in your small-sided game with your team of three or four players, speak to them and challenge them in that way so that we challenge them to sort of take the bite-sized pieces or the baby steps that then is going to get them to the bigger piece. But, and so you can take, what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to say here is this, this is, de- this is a deeply human. Like we have to know if when we challenge somebody, if it's going to backfire, right? Because we're, we just think they should be able to do this. Again, we can't should on people. Are we willing to break something down? Like we'll break down a, we'll break down soccer technique to the basics and start and build from the basics up. So we have to do that with leadership, with people skills, right? In order to get, to get what, what we want. For sure. For sure. Um, something I was just thinking about as, as we kind of wrap up here, what I think we should do is like hit some topics, uh, in some of the shows. And then I want to do a ask big D where we'll have people (laughs) send in questions and we'll take a, we'll take an episode and answer, you know, things that are very similar to this when it comes to leadership, uh, within, within programs. Cause kind of given, uh, obviously everybody knows I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy of the people. I like getting the people involved. Um, so like, do you think, cause I'm sitting here thinking like all the questions I've got and I'm sure that people who are listening to this right now are like, oh my gosh, like I've written down five questions and obviously they can reach out to you, but I think it would be kind of a cool thing to have like one of the episodes of, uh, dose of big D where people just send in a bunch yeah. of questions and, and we answer them. Well, you answer yeah. them, not me. Nobody wants my answers. Oh, yes, they do. Eh, yes, they debatable. Do. debatable. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would love that. I mean, I would love people to you know, fire off some questions uh, from this session and maybe, maybe there's a part two, right? For sure. Different, for sure. Different directions to, to take this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if somebody has a question for you, like how can they, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah. Um, my email address info at DonnaFisher.com. Uh, and then I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. So DM me, you know, there, uh, Donna Fisher. Are both of those handles as of course we'll, we'll have everything tagged uh donna the first episode of dose of big yes. d how do you feel i feel good i feel i feel like we yeah we've got some we've gotten some golden nuggets out there for people to to pick up and and do something with and i hope i hope everybody takes some time on the park bench and just ask ask some questions you know why why do i think this why do i feel this and and dig a little dig a little bit deeper for sure for sure well everything that you do for the coaching community is absolutely incredible like you mentioned earlier you know you're um uh you're such a highly regarded speaker at convention every year and maybe this is just another tip of the iceberg uh for those who attend your sessions that now they're going to get um their medicated 
doctor ordered dose uh, <laughs> of Big D. So Donna, let's let's do this again really really soon. Uh, we'll get some answers, hopefully some some questions uh, from this one, and we'll come back and we'll answer everybody's questions. So make sure you hit up Donna on the Twitter, uh, and you can always send uh, soccer chat at chat soccer s o c c r uh, your questions for Big D. Uh, you know, especially about uh, emotional intelligence. Uh, I would definitely love to hear what other coaches thoughts are and and you know things that they're doing or things that they want to do uh to improve or to learn more about emotional intelligence uh so with that donna let's do this again here super super soon sounds great thanks sean